Go Law Enforcement. Go Law Enforcement. Go Law Enforcement. Go Law Enforcement. The podcast that makes your law enforcement dreams happen. Welcome to the Go Law Enforcement podcast brought to you by GoLawEnforcement.com. I'm your host, Joe Lebowski. If you're looking for a job in law enforcement, GoLawEnforcement.com features the largest listing of law enforcement job openings. Check out GoLawEnforcement.com. The United States Department of State Diplomatic Security Service has the largest global reach of any U.S. law enforcement agency. They provide security support for major international events, including the Olympics. Wanjun Eric Song is a special agent with the Diplomatic Security Service. In this episode of the Go Law Enforcement podcast, Special Agent Song discusses providing security at the 2018 Winter Olympics in South Korea. My name is Wanjun Eric Song. I am a special agent with the Diplomatic Security Service, ESS, of the U.S. Department of State. I am currently serving at the U.S. Embassy Seoul, South Korea. This is where I'm calling from, from South Korea. And I'm serving as Assistant Regional Security Officer Investigator. We call ARSOI. I joined DSS in 2009. Before that, I had spent eight years in the United States Army. I, I never really thought I would pursue a career in law enforcement, but when I decided to leave the military, I knew that I still wanted to continue to serve our country somehow. And law enforcement career seemed like it would be a great choice because many of the skills and abilities that I gained from the military service would translate well into this line of work. So during my last year in the Army, I applied to a few different agencies and went through their hiring process. And I was very fortunate that I got hired and started with DSS just shortly after getting out from the Army. I joined in 2009, so it's been about 12 years now, and I never looked back. And even though this career path was something that I decided on kind of last minute, it has been an incredibly uh, rewarding and fulfilling career. DSS is the Law Enforcement and Security Bureau of the U.S. Department of State. And one thing that makes our agency special and unique is the fact that DSS has the largest global reach of any U.S. law enforcement agency with our agents assigned to over 170 countries around the world. And as members of the Foreign Service, DSS special agents rotate between different postings every two to three years, domestic and overseas. I am currently serving in Seoul, South Korea, and this is my assignment number six. My previous assignments have been San Francisco Field Office, Baghdad, Iraq, Asuncion, Paraguay, Erbil, Iraq, Los Angeles Field Office, and Seoul, Korea. As a DSS special agent, we mainly do one of three jobs or combination of these three. Protection of foreign dignitaries and the Secretary of State, criminal investigation, and management of security programs at our embassies and consulates throughout the world to protect personnel, facility, and information. So we protect, investigate, and secure. The mission of the RSOI program is to protect the integrity of our travel documents like visas and passports and disrupt criminal and terrorist mobility 
by combating the production and use of fraudulent travel documents. To advance this mission, we perform three supporting functions. They are investigation, liaison, and training. And I'd like to briefly talk about all three. Currently, there are 133 RSOIs, just like myself, assigned to 85 countries around the world. And they are conducting criminal investigation to root out visa and passport fraud crimes where they take place rather than waiting for them to cross U.S. borders. Before RSOI program existed, fraudulent visa brokers and document vendors overseas, as well as the applicants, visa applicants utilizing their services, had nothing to fear. If they were caught, their visas would be denied, but there were really no other consequences because there was nobody going after them. But now, because of our aggressive investigative efforts targeting these vendors and brokers, as well as the applicants, they face the real possibility of being prosecuted or getting in trouble with the law. One thing I'd like to point out here is that despite what everybody might see in movies, as U.S. federal law enforcement officers operating overseas, we actually do not have the authority to just go out on our own and chase down criminals in foreign countries. We got to rely on our host nation partners and gain their cooperation to be able to do all that. So that is why in addition to conducting investigation, uh, a big part of our job is to forge that partnership and maintain good working relationships so that when we need their help, uh, our host nation partners are willing to do that and provide assistance. With that said, I feel like in Korea, I'm in a really good place and very fortunate to be here because the Koreans have been super reliable and committed partners, and they believe in pursuing a joint effort to combat uh, transnational crimes together as partners. And I would say that they represent a trifecta of what we're looking for in a successful law enforcement partnership because they have the skills and ability to conduct investigations. They're quite effective and they have the tools and equipment they need. And lastly, and most importantly, they have the desire to go after the bad guys. So the partnership here is as good as it gets. When it comes to visa and passport fraud, South Korea is a low fraud country. That's great because across the board, an overwhelming majority of South Korean nationals travel to the U.S. in accordance with our immigration laws. But this is not to say that fraudulent activities do not take place here in Korea, because they certainly do. But this is a place where fraud is savvy and not in your face all the time which makes my job a little bit more difficult because now I really have to look beneath the surface and try to anticipate where criminals will try to take advantage of and exploit our immigration system. Through our joint efforts over the years, my team and I, we had some uh, great success in identifying these visa brokers who facilitated these fraud schemes. And by taking the next step and collaborating with our Korean partners, we successfully went after them, these visa brokers, and brought them to justice in both Korea and in the United States as well. And I'd like to just give a example. Last year, we came across a few visa cases that had some minor discrepancies. 
And they're pretty minor, but we noticed there are some commonalities among these visa cases. So we decided to look into it. And by digging a little bit deeper and connecting some dots, we found a network of visa applicants who obtained their visas through a major fraud scheme orchestrated by a local travel agency. The travel agency was actually just down the street from the embassy. So this travel agency was assisting Korean nationals with filling out their online applications, which in and of itself is totally fine. That's permitted. But this case with fabricated employment information to raise the applicant's qualifications or status to increase their chances of getting their visas approved. And in some cases, the travel agency even provided false employment documents for applicants to present during visa interviews. So these Korean nationals, they were supposed to come to the United States and work at these companies, but really the company didn't even exist. And we had a major problem with that. So we decided to go after these guys. But after we discovered this fraud scheme, we collaborated with our visa team and we continue to let these applicants come in for their interviews because this allowed us to collect additional evidence and build a case against the visa broker, uh, all the while coordinating with our Korean police partners who opened a separate investigation on their end and using the information we were able to share with them at the time. They obtained search warrants for their office, email accounts, bank accounts, and subsequently the arrest warrants. So in the end, we shut down that local travel agency, arrested the owner and his associates, the Korean police did, and we revoked a large number of visas that had been obtained through the scheme. And we didn't stop there because I knew that some of the folks had already traveled to the U.S. on these visas. So we had been working with our U.S. interagency partners, mainly the DHS, to make sure that they're not able to extend their stay in the U.S., or change their immigration status to something more permanent. I believe a lot of these visa brokers or these little travel agencies are sometimes supporting these larger criminal enterprises. Some of these actors were associated with other crimes as well. So a lot of human traffickers were involved in prostitution ring in the United States. They try to get uh, visas through these uh, fraudulent methods. DSS, we provide security support for major international security events, such as the Olympics or the World Cup and many other major events. While the the primary security responsibility is with the host nation, but DSS, we augment the host nation's security efforts and help ensure safety and security of U.S. interests. In 2018, I was serving at the Los Angeles field office, and there was a Winter Olympics here in Pyeongchang, South Korea. And my boss asked me if I would like to go there and support the Olympics because I'm a first-generation Korean-American. I I was born and raised right here in South Korea. I'm a native speaker, so they thought it would be great help. When we arrived in Korea, we got assigned to many of the sporting venues like the ski jumps, snowboarding, ice skating, and things like that to be out there to coordinate, communicate with the host nation security officials and be the eyes and ears on the ground. Because of the language skill that I had, 
I was assigned to the Olympic headquarters to work inside their host nation security office. It was really impressive to see their setup. They had hundreds of monitors in the room receiving security feeds from thousands of cameras from all over the venue, and they were being monitored 24-7. My job there was to, whenever incident came up, I would get the detailed information from our counterparts, and I would relay the information to our joint operations center that was just set up at the embassy for their situational awareness. And vice versa, whenever our flows at the venue had any information to pass, I will pass that to our uh, Korean counterparts as well. And then whenever any problem arose, that's when I got a call and then me and my Korean partner will head out there and then kind of resolve that issue. Anything that involved our athletes or any U.S. interests. So that was really cool. One of those like, man, I can't believe I'm getting paid for this type of moment because I just had the front row seats to these Olympic events and witnessing our athletes winning gold medals. One day I was helping out at the snowboarding competition and I was literally right there to see athletes like Sean White and Chloe Kim win their gold medals. It's better than having a front row seat. There are many skills and abilities to be successful as a DS agent. In my opinion, I think interpersonal skills and adaptability are the top two most important skills. And here's why. When, as DSS Special Agent, we're working overseas most of the time throughout our career. And when we're operating overseas, whether running a protection detail of our Secretary of State, or whether we're conducting investigation, or managing security programs at the embassy to protect our personnel, facility, or information, we need to rely heavily on our host nation partners. And in order to do that, you've got to expand and build contacts and maintain foster relationship and build strong partnership, and all of which need good interpersonal skills. Even within the embassy where we work, we have to maintain a really good relationship with different offices within the State Department, and there are other U.S. government representatives that we are having to work with. So interpersonal skills is a key skill to have. And adaptability is also important because we have to move every two to three years to a new place. And the sooner you can adapt to a new place and perform your duties, the better it is. If I may offer some advice for those who are wanting to pursue a career in law enforcement, you got to want to serve others, the community and our country. Because I think if you are pursuing this career simply for yourself or just because it's a good job or simply driven by your self-interest only without having some sense of public service, I think on the long run, it'd be pretty difficult to have a truly fulfilling career in law enforcement. And have patience. Typically, it's a long process for many of these agencies, and it's pretty common for folks to get it on their second, third, and even fourth try. So if you want this career, don't give up on this pursuit and keep trying. And don't be discouraged if you don't get it the first time because many people don't end up getting in the first time. And try not to put all the eggs in one basket. There might be just one agency that you might be interested in, but I suggest that you broaden your search a bit and take a look at other agencies and apply to those as well. Because sometimes I think it's good to 
get your foot in the door first and build your experience as a law enforcement officer, even if you later decide to transfer to another agency. And lastly, I would encourage you to check out recruitment events. I recognize it may not be available everywhere, but personally, it helped me tremendously when I was applying for this job. There was a recruiting event at a nearby university, and that was actually two hours away, but I did the drive. But I thought it was worth it because I had an opportunity to speak with two DSS agents, and they provided some really valuable insights about the job, hiring process, and training. And that really set me up for success. I am finishing up my assignment here in Seoul pretty soon. And it's been a great privilege to serve in Korea. And this particularly has been a special tour for me because of me being a first-generation Korean-American. I was born and raised right here in Seoul before moving to the United States when I was 15 years old. From where I live now, I can see my old high-rise apartment that I grew up in, which is less than maybe a quarter mile away, less than five-minute walk. And on top of that, where I work now at the embassy in the consular section is exactly where my parents came to receive our immigrant visa 27 years ago. So when I reflect on all this, I think, wow, things have come full circle, and it's pretty wild that I am right back at where it all started for me. It's a pretty cool story, but the fact is that stories like mine are pretty common in our agency, DSS, and in the State Department. I met numerous people with similar stories throughout my career, and I really have to say I appreciate that about our organization. I think it speaks to what a diverse workforce that we're part of, and I'm really proud of that. If you're looking for a job in law enforcement, check out the largest listing of law enforcement jobs on golawenforcement.com. Thanks for listening.